guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, hey, and welcome to this episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence with me, Janice. Now, this week's episode is an interview with Carrie Hales, Transformational Life Coach. You might remember her from episode 35. And I just had to have her back because, first of all, she made a huge impression with a number of my listeners. I got a lot of feedback and a lot of people are still listening months and months after it originally played. And Carrie's been doing some really interesting things and they've led her to some really amazing places this year. This conversation with Carrie was my chance to kind of pry into her accomplishments this year. We talked about everything from her new habit of swimming every day in icy cold water to trademarking and the hassles that can come with that all the way through to looking at turds and writing a book. I'm telling you, this one really ran the gamut in true Carrie Hales fashion. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed talking to Carrie. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do, and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug and welcome to this week's episode. Hello. Look at you in your new room. You're not in a cubby hole anymore. I can move my arms. <laughs> yeah, look, you're not even touching the walls. I know. There's actual windows with outside. <gasps> yeah. It's very fancy. Yeah, very fancy. This is a, this is a new you going up in the world, baby. They've allowed you windows. You better close those up because you'll be looking out the window all the time. I know. I know. 
that's there is a real danger it's like you, you're so used to like there's nothing else to do apart from look at this screen where you're like <laughs> oh my god there's another blue jay <laughs> <laughs> yeah your whole your whole insta feed will be different yeah honest to god eh <laughs> yeah look at look what's out my window today people i've got a life outside of my yeah a bird watching life could be a whole yeah. new direction for me could be could be <laughs> i don't think you need a new direction i don't think so i think you're doing pretty darn well as you are well, thank you very kindly. This leads us very nicely into just how well you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Wow. Okay, so first thing I actually want to ask you about is yes. your swimming. <gasps> Tell me about your swimming. Well, as you know, I live by the beach and I've lived here for nearly six, 16 years. And, uh, and I swim a lot in the summer. I'm always at the sea in the summer. And uh, seas, winter and wild swimming has become more popular. Um, and there's a group over here called Blue Tips. I think they might be international, but they're, they're all over the country. And it's sort of basically a Facebook group of women who get together and are sea swimming or river swimming. Um, because there's so many uh, benefits, mindset benefits, immune benefits, different things of jumping in cold water and swimming. And I last year thought, yeah, I was going to do it, I was going to do it, but I just was just was just too much to add into my life at that time. And I just couldn't. I'm very. I think I realised of how much I like routine, especially now being a single parent. I'm even more reliant on how to get things done when you've got to do it yourself, like everything to do yourself. So, um, but over the year, I've got different, so I've, been, uh, I've been on my SUP board and I joined a group who, uh, so over the summer we've been doing that and then they were going to do winter swimming. And so it was kind of like, yeah, I can do this, I can do this. And I'd already bought a, a dry robe for my sons and sea scouts so I already had that which is like a big a big fleecy thing in inside um so you can get changed in it but it's warm so you can uh so they needed that for sea scouts so that so I bought those I bought extra big sizes because they're going to be huge anyway so I thought well I may as well be quiet and then I can use it so I had so I had all the kit so all I needed to buy really was some boots and uh and um and gloves and it's been like I'm I'm amazed how just by keeping those two parts of you, and sometimes I wear a hat um, of you warm, how you can just gain. And the, the rule is that for every degree of the weather that it is, that's how long you should stay in until you are like, you know, um, the super people that do it. I can't think of his name, the guy. So, yeah, so you go in and you move, you move around. You don't just go in and sort of tip it over. You just go in and get in. And the best way to do it also is to have cold showers. So I was doing a challenge in November anyway of doing a 30-second cold shower. So I have a normal shower and I just turn it on cold and just count, do one Mississippi, two <laughs> and um isn't it funny how we use the word mississippi and we always as a child even that was like yep. mississippi 
was like, how did that happen at that timing? We come like a universal timing of Mississippi. Um, Anyway, I digress. So yeah, so that, so that really helps. So you, you, you kind of, and I love, like I've always loved, even when I did burpee challenges or things like that, I love the whole thing of uh, challenging my own mind. So as much as we stand there, like yesterday, um, the waves were like at least 10 foot. And it's, that's really unusual for Bristol. And we stood there. I mean, the, the, you know, it was, blow, it was blowing my bag up to shoulder height of how, wind, how much the wind was going. Oh, wow. It was crazy wind. And, and I stood there with a guy who'd never, his, his, his first year as well. And he, and he looked at me, he said, is this a bit mad? I said, this is a bit mad. There were about six of us. And, and I went, yeah, it is a bit mad. So let's just go in for a minute. Like, what's the worst going to happen if we go in and get out in a minute, you know? And, um, and it was just like, you know, I, I don't know if you remember sort of wave machines as a kid, you know, that you go into the, the, the actual machines in swimming pools. It was like that, because you were just like, jumping over the waves. And he was like a little boy. I mean, it was just, <laughs> he, he came out, he goes, that's the most fun I've ever had in the sea. Like, ever. Yeah. And it was just wild. You just and, and and then it takes you quite a few hours to warm back up. You know, you you do have to have some hot drinks and things like that. But in that, you just you overcome stuff. You know, you just take there's, there's so many lessons in it that you can do difficult things. It's like I can, you know, you can. It's not going to kill you. Might hurt a bit. Might think, why am I doing this? I should stay warm and safe and on the side and drink coffee. But life's much more fun when you're in it rather than watching. I love it, and I laugh at the same time. I yeah, think last year I thought, whoa, but now I'm doing it. I'm like, yeah. So you're doing it with this almost like an abandonment of the expectation that you stay warm and and dry in life you just seem to be like literally jumping in and oh my gosh I'm freezing cold but boy do I feel good boy do I feel alive yeah just to feel alive and and I think that that same with everything that we do and just like well what's the point of life I'm just like stay comfortable stay normal no, I'm not signed up to that. <laughs> not what you're here for. Nope. Huh? It's not it's what not you're what here, here for. Clearly not. I mean, I've never been like that way. And I'm just like, well, this is clearly it for you. So just carry on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And do you think that um, the practice of putting yourself into that cold water every day against what must be an often voice <laughs> saying, ah, maybe we'll just skip today. Do you think that that has bolstered you or pushed you further in any other of your aspects of your life? Yeah, I think any challenge that does that, like when I did a burpee challenge, you, you just, you, you kind of, you're just reminded that you can do hard things. You know, like, I don't know if you've read Untamed, but I mean, that book is amazing to me and it's just a, a things that you can we can do hard things and like or I say to my clients you can do difficult things have a look at the things that you've done before in your life and you've overcome them why, why do you think you can't overcome this one 
so when you're doing the you, you know the swim like even just driving down to the sea I mean you're in for like I left home at half seven no half two and I was back by half three it wasn't a big chunk of life you know your yeah. small moment of your life go down there get in get out get warm get dressed go home and go wow I could have just sat here and watched two episodes of something or I could go and just feel like I've brace myself against life a bit and and it does have a huge impact it does because you're just reminded that especially when you get in the city and especially yesterday when you're like being pummeled it was very much um a reminder of how small and insignificant your you know your woes and oh you know whether I've put that in the right font or my branding isn't right or blah, blah, blah or I didn't post on the right day at the right time and then you're just like I need to stay alive <laughs> right different level yeah and it just puts things back into perspective and I, and I like that I think we don't challenge ourselves enough and I don't know that's a speaker statement but it's just those kinds of things just make you so much more resilient to the smaller things in life and whether you're worried about what people think or, and then you just think go jump in the sea you'll soon get out of your head <laughs> and I, I think that to me that the more time you spend out of your head into being who you are supposed to be you're gonna have a better journey in life those are sound words just spouting them all today. <laughs> I bet you saved them up for me. I did. I did. What knowledge have I got that I can give to Jack and her community? So am I right in thinking that you have done some really big things this year? Like I feel... Um, you've really made some, some big jumps and some big leaps. And it, like, do you feel like that's accurate? Um, do you feel like this year in business? Yes, I think that's true. I, th- I think that this year has been accumulation of lots of things that have been wavering around for a very long time. Like, like to, in terms of my business and what I'm running, I'm still doing a mastermind. I've done a mastermind for the last three or four years. That's the same. Uh, the mastermind's now got a trademark on it. Um, but I've been using that name for the last three or four years. So that's no different. Um, Decluttered has got a trademark on it. Um, that was a journey and a half to get that. Um, to go, you know, because the first what the first name that I put in was opposed by another coach. Um uh, and that was uncomfortable and that knocked me off my rails for quite a bit but actually decluttered is the signature system that I've been running for that was called that's now decluttered that was called shift the shit that was called finding you that was called the reboot academy <laughs> right so it's not like that's any different at, like in terms of my journey as a coach so those things they they, they didn't all happen this year the exposure and, and who I've become this year have happened this year. And I think that's a lot to do with, I mean, the book, the book mm-hmm. I wrote, um, well, the experience happened to me six years ago, but it, it's very much of the analogy of how I work with people. 
so that um that has been brewing <laughs> and actually of me doing talks and presentations and different things on decluttering your knicker drawer for six years and so this year when the opportunity came up to go into a mastermind that had a book deal with it I knew that that was that had to happen um, and also this year sort of when I split up with uh, the boy my son's dad last January so that's also been a huge uh, shift for me um, of actually sort of stepping more into my power because when you're in a relationship that isn't working you compromise and so when you decide to cut out compromise you can then really step in so loads of those things sort of mm, all happened in succession do yeah. you mean so um but from the outside if you only knew if you don't just met me you think oh my god you know the woman's on fire she's doing this i'm like yeah well, that, that little fire has been i went around picked up twins i made that fire i blew that fire and it went out quite a number of times <laughs> you know my overnight success this year has been 20 years in the brewery you know so it, it's it's one of those things of like of resilience of working at things and watching your mindset and playing small you know, I played small for a long time because my, uh, I didn't want to outshine my, my ex-partner. And I had to own that. And that, that kept me safe. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I can't do that because of that. And actually, not that he ever said that. That was my narrative around him. And I kept thinking, he'll do this and then I'll feel like we're growing together. And that didn't happen. And and. And that was, that's not against him at all. That was how I kept myself in a smaller place. And also I had children and my mum died and loads of different things happened. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so this year has been very much of, you know, you're in a mastermind and that's very uncomfortable, um, uh, um, the growth that you're, you're up against and do you, the comparisonitis that you deal with you know that somebody else is launching and they've had a this launch and then that launch mm. and you're just like launch and fail launch and fail <laughs> launch and fail you know so in terms of that it's only the latter end of this year when things have really started to work for me to like financial success um so yeah things have changed a lot now which has been very welcomed yeah I love, I love the fact that you're very open about this has been 20 years in the making. Mm. Like this, this, the overnight success yeah, the is actually see. a 20 year overnight. Yeah. It's like, it, no, there is no such thing as an overnight success, but people want, you know what I mean? They just think, yeah. oh, I need to get, once I've got this and this and this and this and this, and then I'll have a, you know, a hundred K business. So it's like, you know, you won't, you know, unless you're, fantastic at marketing before and you've got you know loads of business skills to run a business to run it by yourself I mean it's just a whole uh there's so much in that goes into running your own business successfully but also I my goal wasn't to have a hundred you know a six-figure mm -hmm. business and I don't have a six-figure business currently possibly next year but it's more about that, that it's aligned with my my family with, with how I wanted to live. Like I live by, like I can jump and see. I have you know, two dogs, two cats. I get up in the morning and I do what, all of those things. And they took a long time to get because I 
didn't live by the sea. I lived in the town. I didn't find a man that I wanted to have children with. You know, it took all of those things take long time to create. Now I do have lots of ticket ticks and lots of boxes, but they again they didn't happen by me just writing a list and going, oh, you yeah, know, I'll do that today. I'll do that today. Like, no, they take a long time. And and that's that's why it's really important to do every day to do the things that make you happy because those journeys like yes like this pinnacle part of trademark to into all those kind of outside kind of oh look at that she's got a best-selling book um are, are valuable in themselves but actually whether i have a best-selling book or i don't it's amazing to be recognized finally through for your authority in the business but Every day I get to do what I love. I live where I love. I hang out in a beautiful house. I have all of those things. And those things took time. You know, they're more important to me. Do I get to get up? Like this morning I got up at 6.30 and I was in the woods with my dogs and it's a beautiful autumn day. And me and my friend are putting the world to rights, going up and down hills with our Nordic poles. And the dogs are exhausted and they, you know, everyone's happy. And then I can come to the office and come and do some work, you know, and like interviews and different things today. And, and that's, that's, my, that's my day, you know. So whether I do that is more important than whether I have a bestseller book. Mm-hmm. Did that make sense? It did, yeah. It's more about um, living with your values. Mm. And you value your time and your family and your your space. Yeah, hugely. You just, I mean, they, they probably have a different conversation. <laughs> uh, shit, look, you know, like my son says, but you're always busy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you have to, it, it's good to teach them that, you know, you, to me, I'm teaching them to run a business. It's like, this yeah. is what happens. You have to, these are the things you have to do. I don't just sit there watching. Netflix. Yeah. And it isn't an overnight success where I just posted five videos and all of a sudden I'm yeah. a best-selling why, author. You, why you work is, at why, this. Why, yeah. You work at it, you know, and I, a best-selling author means you, you, you know, you, you grow an audience that know, like, and trust you. And that takes, you can't just do that in six months. Yeah, you know, you've got to rock up and are your values aligned? Do you do you say what you you say? Do you do it? Are you that person? Yeah. Like, am I a person that I'm going to ask you an uncomfortable question because I'm prepared to get uncomfortable myself? You you know, like I'm not I'm not going to hide behind something. Ask me anything. I'm not. um, I'm completely transparent about who I am and what I do and and I feel that's really important as a a life coach to 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 be that person that's not the same for everybody but it is for me so what do you think the catalyst was for you to do those external things of the trademarks and the book um they they were there were two things for uh, internally for me. They were, um, they gave me the authority um, that 
I was fed up of saying, I've been doing this 20 years and that's not enough anymore. There, is, there are thousands of coaches and what differentiates you from anybody else in the business um, who will say, I can give you blah, blah, and blah, and I can do this and do that and six-figure business, whatever, you know, lifestyle, whatever, whatever you want is there. You can find a coach to do that. And how do you stand out from that? Because when I, when I first started, I had to explain what a life coach was. And now it's a very different life, different field. And also because I'm in it, I think that everyone's a coach. I know that's not the truth, but it feels like that when you're in it. Um, so when I was, um, so that, that for me gave me now when, like when I'm talking, oh, I'm a transformational life coach. You can see that people are like, oh, another one. And I'm like, yes, I'm best in the book. And then they go, oh, she must know something. Even though people who, some people have written books and really don't know this stuff anyway. So it really doesn't make any difference, but what it does, it just makes people kind of, you know, they're people who are this and then they've done this and then they've done this and they've done this. So that's what the book gave me. It's given you an authority. It's the, you know, people have always said that to me. It's the best business card in the world. Here's my book. It's like, oh. And what I love about my book is that it's funny, but it's also transformational, which is what I do. So it's very reflective of who I am, which I, which I love. Um, and, it's, it, and it's also short, sharp, a bit pokey, which is me. Um, so that's fun too. Um, so, th- so that gave me the authority that I was seeking in terms of like people taking my experience, my wisdom as a coach with a little bit more um, authority. The trademarks, interestingly enough, so obviously so it's only been this week that they've both come through that I actually have all the paperwork and everything. So that's that's been quite quite a big week in terms of KHHQ. Um, interestingly, my coach said, she said, oh, um, you've done well to get this one, the business of you. She said, because there was another coach who she knows, who she'd worked with. So, she, you know, she's sort of, in terms of financial investment, this, the, the coach that she worked with is, you know, quite a big investment to, to invest in. And she said, oh, that's his, his program is called that. And mm. um, there's something else. And she said, well, she, she who trademarks wins. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, and I said, well, to be honest, I, I, I wouldn't be looking for it. I, you know what I mean? I, and it's an interesting kind of dilemma now. It's like I was talking to my, a friend this morning and the walk of do you now I didn't trademark to go into conflict with people about whether they use business of you in their terminology or their group program or anything like that that's not why I did it I did it because I wanted people to know that I take my work seriously and if I've trademarked my business then that makes it looks you know it's not just like any floaty thing and it also stops me from recreating another like you're saying it's like you know finding you it's like no this is what you're doing this is how you're going to do it stop fucking around yeah you are now decluttered and business of you and my membership is called the, the courageous collective and that's going through trademarking but and so they're all done it's like you're done now stop messing around and they are both signature systems signature ways that i work I've been doing it for years. It works. People transform. 
So it's a very personal thing. It is a statement to the outside, but for me, it's like you've come to me and I'm taking my, I take my work exceptionally seriously. How I do it is with a lot of fun, but don't mistake the two. Like if you come into my world and you ask me to work with you, there will be a result. Otherwise I won't work with you. And I wanted that to be impactful in what can I do to make sure the outside world knows how seriously I take it. And it also makes me step up and say, right, okay, you have a trademark, you know, you're doing it properly now. You're all grown up. That's what I said to Lisa. I said, I'm, I'm all grown up, which she thought was hilarious. I'm all grown up now. I'm 52. <laughs> it's as good as time as any. Um, yeah. I'm curious now about something that you just said, that you didn't trademark to tell people, like to get into conflict and tell people that they can't use that phrase or whatever. But yeah. do you feel that there there is going to come a time if if you're not there yet that there will come a time where you need to you need to become that way where you need to protect your brand yeah but it won't be me doing it it won't I'm not spending my time in conflict with anybody I've done enough of that in my life yeah I I have no interest if you want to take me to court to do something go ahead, but I won't be there. Because I just, it, it's one of those, you know what I mean? It's like if someone wants to use it and they want to do this, it's like, it, it depends what it is and how it is. But I know a really great lawyer and I'll just, it's sort of, and I, I don't want to play that game. Like I'm not Tony Robbins. Uh, like, and if I, if, if I ever become like that big, then there'll be other people that don't do that. But really, like there's so many different words and different phrases and everyone goes through different phases of, you know, of, and I've watched how uh, Lisa had to take a certain coach to court because of how, and people are malicious and, mm. uh, and that's really uncomfortable. I, 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 and I'm not interested in that, not interested in poking a fire or a storm. I didn't do it for that. I didn't do it to like, it's mine. You can't have it. It's mine. Like really, I did it for me. I did it because I wanted it my business. If you come to work with me, then this is what you'll get. I take it very seriously, and 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 this is this is this is the outcome. And, and I don't, I have no interest in spending my life in court. I'd rather be in the sea. Yeah, you know, it's like, really, have we got to do that? Like, you know, you're doing wrong. Like, and I. I think I'm a good enough communicator to be able to talk to people, but also I can be really naive, Janice. You know, people are mean. Like the same, same like of, of the time, like this year, and I've had to learn that. And it's really uncomfortable because I love everyone. Until, yeah. until you prove otherwise, like, and then I'm always hurt and a bit, a bit like, oh, really? You're not? You're not? Like, if I say I like you, I like you. I don't just like you and then leave you. Like, you're in if you're in you're in if you're not you're not but you know yeah that's so like this year with the um trademark and the 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 car the coach I mean you know she was nasty and mean like you know you've done this you've done that it's just like I've not done none of that 
uh, just told you, you have no idea who I am, my philosophies or my values or anything. I've no interest in it. Mm-hmm. Just sort of, no. And so when, I mean, it was a new name for me. Like I, I, I mean, I, can, I have the trademark. It's called the shift method. She used the shift other things I won't go into that because just that's not interested to me um and she said that you know this was hers and she'd use it and, blah, blah, blah. and I was like well had it been my baby do you know what I mean like then I probably could have gone into battle but again I've no interest it's just like really you want that much have it I, I, like why would I why do I want to spend a lot of time doing that I mean if it had been like if someone had tried, put it this way, if someone had tried to steal life lessons from your knicker drawer, I'd have been in. Yeah. It's a very different feeling because that's my life, my, my philosophy, my analogy, my thing. It's not anybody else's discussion about it. Everyone knows that's what you do. Someone else decides to bring out a book, a book called Declutter Your Knicker Drawer or something. Then I'd have been like, yeah, that's not quite right though, is it? So it's, that would be a very different thing because it's mine. It's my journey. It's my thing. Whereas this method, that method, you know, really? <laughs> I think so. So it wasn't me. So I was just like, you know what? Fine. So I said to her, okay, I'll, it, it, you know, it'll go through. And, and she didn't pay me. She didn't do any of the things that she said she was going to do or anything else. And you kind of look and you think, karma <laughs> I don't what's in my head yeah I don't I don't wish anybody else thinks no. I just think there must be something going on with you for you not to follow through on what you said because if you purport to be a, a person with integrity and you say things and you're not doing that for whatever reason there's there's got to be something going on with you and I'm and I'm not interested you know I have to don't get me wrong I have to work at it because there are times when I just say she, she, yeah, cost me money that cost me my lunch, and I think okay, you're still who, human. Who, who, yeah, exactly. Who, who's losing out here, Kerry? Go jump in the fucking sea, go do something else, get your shit off of your story of woe, and get back on the horse as quickly as you can, in whatever way that you can. So, it, like, if you know, if you're getting stuck on something, it's like who's losing here what's the cost it's not cost to her mm-hmm. she's doing her stuff the cost would be to me to like still holding on to oh you know licking my wounds Don't worry. you know I did have a pity party for a while and then you just go right okay how long do I want to do this for and I think that's been the difference this year but so that was February February and March and then um yeah, then, then I did a, a terrible launch um, because I thought, again, I thought I have to reinvent the wheel. You know, I was against all these other coaches and, and different people, not against them, but, you know, comparing myself to them mm-hmm. and everything else. I think, oh, I've got, I'm going to do a launch. It's going to be this. I'm going to do something else. I'm not going to do a decluttered launch. No, why do I want to do that? I'm going to do a launch on fear. And Man, life. It was just, you know, you kind of go, what are I doing here? And you have to just look at it and suck it up and go, didn't work, did it, great. And, and cry a bit and, uh, and go, right, okay. Pull yourself together and get back on the horse. 
I pull so many interesting bits out of what you've just been saying. Mm. To me, two or three things really stand out as themes in that you really are committed to following through with living according to your values, in that you value your mental health, your sanity, your own well-being over fighting somebody on something that, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't necessarily make a whole wide world of difference to you. No. Yeah, absolutely. And and it happens all the time, Janice. Yeah. All the time in life there'll be there'll be an injustice that will happen and i would and i think oh that's not right and and i'm like okay how long do you want to hold him to that because it, it allows you and, and and it'll be the same with everybody gets caught up somewhere mine's generally about injustice and if there's if, if something around that happens it allows you to be sniffy do you know what i mean it allows you to be pissy it allows you to be angry or sad or grievance or eat shit or drink too much or do things that you just like you you know your chimp just wants to just beat her chest and just go this is not fair and and that's okay for a bit but it's like you know by all means get it up and out and i think that the wisdom being of a certain age is i don't have time to hang around anymore I've learned so much about my life and the lessons that I now know that if I want to hang out there, I can waste years. We can all waste so much of our time bemoaning what our life isn't. Mm -hmm. And and rather than going, well, it isn't that, but I can do this or I can do that or I can, you know, have this kind of conversation or conversation I had earlier and, and, and you think, well, isn't that more interesting <laughs> than, uh, you know, dealing with this, the stuff that, that keeps you living the small life? Keep curious about what, and, and also be responsible. I think that's the difference, that I've, I'm responsible for that. I, it's so easy for me to blame that coach. She's the one. She did this. She didn't do which things. Or or whomever, be it my coach, be it anybody or anybody who's done you wrong, in inverted commas, and then it's just like, well, that gives me license to not live my life because that I was, you know, insert the excuse of your life. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I can't have that because this happened to me and it didn't happen to anybody else and therefore, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you can dine out on that. And yeah, and it may well be legitimate, absolutely. And because just horrible things have happened to many of us not through our choosing or anything else but it's, it's about your path isn't it I just think well life is shitty at times it isn't mm-hmm. all I'm, I'm not saying that my life's a bunch of roses because it's not a lot of the time but do I want that to be how I live or say well this is pretty shitty and I'm not really enjoying this and if I shared all the shitty things that happened to me, people would then go, oh, that's terrible. You know, it's like shitty things happen to people. I just choose to be here. Choose not to sit in it. Yeah. Or if you're going to sit in it, enjoy sitting in it. Like, like what I say to clients, is like really enjoy it. You know, like it's like if you're going to eat shit, eat it and enjoy it. You know, whatever it is, whatever you're doing, 
be in it, like enjoy it. If you're going to eat a load of pile of food and think that that's okay, then eat it. Don't, don't kind of like begrudgingly do it. Really enjoy it. And then you can leave it. Whereas if, like, if you kind of half do something, you're still half thinking that you could have done a bit better back then. It's just like, no, really go for it. And then, yeah. then you can let it go. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Five. I'm also really impressed with the detachment that's required to be able to be that free about things. You were saying if it was about life lessons from your knicker drawer, yeah, you obviously are more attached to that because that would have gotten your goat. And I think that is something that a lot of us myself included, find really difficult is to detach yourself from what it is you do or sell or make yeah. or create. It, that's yeah. hard. It's practice. The, the big lesson that I learned when I was from my mentor was life's not a personal event. Every time you take, every time you take something personally, you lose. They don't lose. You lose. And you lose time, feelings, you're just time taken to get over it, anything else. So for me, that was always a task. Like when that was said to me, you know, 20 years ago, I was like, what does that even mean? They pissed me off. He did this. She said that. All of these things were making me like allowing me to be angry about stuff. And then when you practice that, 
of like life's not personal like you know if I got dumped by the sea yesterday I was gonna blame the sea like and I did I mean like you know the one guy said have you not got straps on your glasses I went I didn't really think that I would need to take my glasses off but maybe I might have to invest in some of those um you're like like for example let's just go back to the example that we were talking about earlier that was you know like the trademark I could really have taken that personally and she wasn't mm-hmm. nice you know and I and I shared it with a mastermind and they were like like my defense yeah that's not one and then I was really conscious of actually that I was okay what am I doing what am I actually looking for in there to make me feel better that somebody else has wronged me and therefore like okay what what do you want from this like what do I want to get out of that situation actually the truth is I just want to do what I do and get on and share that with more people. The more people that I can touch, the better, right? That, that really, when it boils down to it, I want to be able to jump in the sea, have fun with my kids, you know, have fun with my animals, you know, live a, live a kind life. Generally, that's, that's what I want to do. Like, really, that's it. If I can get money coming in, brilliant, you know, that pays me to be able to do those things and make more choices with my life. That's, that's the main goal, right? So when it comes down to it, it's really simple. But then when you start to add things to it, of, but she said this and this and that and this and this and then, you, and then, then, and then you've got this person's consideration and they think this and they think that and somebody else replies to them and they think this and, well, that's not wrong and you should do this and, you know, but you should, you should out her on social media. And blah, blah. You're just like, okay, so now I'm really holding a big hot topic of like, if I don't do something, I'm responsible for not only my considerations, for everybody else's considerations. And the truth is, I just want to work. I just want to be able to go on to have conversations with people, get them to lead their lives, get them to understand that they're here for a journey and to get on and do it. That's the truth. Anything other than that, it's like, oh, it's just pulling me away from it. And so when you start to quite keep keeping that in mind, am I taking this personally? I've taken it personally. Yeah, that did that hit a nerve. And okay, what do you, what, what, what do you, instead of blaming somebody else and you blame someone, you disempower yourself. I don't have any power of like whether she does or she doesn't. I can send her as many emails as I like saying, I think this is disgusting. You should have, naughty, naughty, naughty. And it doesn't happen, right? (laughs) I'm not, you see what I mean? Like, well, you slap her around the face by her email. (laughs) And so you just go, well, what do I want to do? What, like, what do I, what do you really want to be doing in life? Like, oh, and when you really pair it back and I work with people and say, what, what's your gift? What do you want to be doing? Well, I just want to do this. I just want to go and teach people that they can be great parents. I just want to go and teach people to do this. Okay, so how can we do that more? And drop this whole hot potato that you carry around with you. Oh, the woes and the shits and the horror that we carry that you 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 get to do that more and it does take practice but it's the same with anything you know same with anything like on a daily things it's like how am I taking that personally you know when there are there's always something that's going to kind of go well what about this then yeah what about this one have you and that's that's your mind your your mind's insidious it wants to kind of and it wants to keep you safe you know it's going to do that 
And if you, and that's the whole thing is doing things that challenge you. So you know that when that thing comes in, there's going to be a life shock. Someone's going to say something, something's going to happen. And then you can deal with it because you've got that resilience to be able to say, okay, what do I need to do here? Okay, I need to go and get in the bath. Because when all this fails, that's where I need to go. <laughs> that's fair. I go so, to my oven and bake. <laughs> yeah. You got a safe you know, space. And, and like my mentor, honestly, and I, I look back at the things that he taught me and I mean, his wife would be shouting at him and they go, you know, you should be doing everything. <laughs> you know, and he'd go, I'm going skiing. <laughs> and he'd just go skiing. And she would rant and rave and then she would calm down and you, you know, and she you know, let your mind settle. And you go, what was that all about and we all know that feeling right you do oh yeah you know that like you need to have your tantrum and you throw your your things out but what i'm saying is like have your fucking tantrum get over it like how do you get over it and get on with it as quickly as you can by knowing yourself like i know i might need to go and i might need to write bloody email (laughs) you know yeah. And then just sit there and like, and then go for a walk or whatever it is. Cup of tea. That's always a solitary thing. You know, a sort of not a solitary thing, a thing that you do and it's like, let's have a cup of tea. It's like, you need to just let it settle. Go away, have a cup of tea. Calm your mind down. Let it just think and then go, okay. What are you doing? Well, I want to do this. <laughs> And I might need to speak to a friend and go, I need to just rant. And they'll go, okay. And, they go, and this happened and this happened and this happened. And, blah, 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 blah. and they'll go, right, okay. Like, right, yeah. So what are you going to do? Nothing. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. You might need to write the email, but you don't need to send it. No. You might need to, you know, you might need to vent. Yeah. I, I might even like get into the shower and go, blah, 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 and even chat away to myself. <laughs> yeah and it and then and then it goes you're like okay oh I feel you I think it's difficult but I again I admire the fact that you stick with that principle yeah of reminding yourself and and bringing yourself back to what you actually value versus the potentials yeah the arguments the, yeah. the conflicts anytime it's like it's the conflict you just think okay is, it, is this my conflict is it mine you know that's huge if like you know especially on social media oh, oh look what's happened to me today <laughs> and everyone all the sticker fans come up oh, oh but we love you oh but you're okay oh this is it's like, oh man okay whatever next <laughs> Yeah, it's not really meaningful. It's not. It's like it's staring apart. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'd say, uh, I'd, I, I don't want to stare apart. I'm just going to cut straight through it, pick out the turd, and go, look, this is what we're talking about. This turd. Everyone see it? It's a turd. Okay, goodbye. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a good analogy. Yeah, that was, that was good. <laughs> so you're book that has been a long time in the making though like yes. the same with with your over the rest of your overnight success it it was a long time in the making yes definitely well it happened like my mom my mom died 
in uh, 2015 in March. And uh, I'd joined uh, up with a coach before my mum died and joined a mastermind. And, and I was, you know, sort of five years in after having babies and my body wasn't how I still wanted it to be. And, and I was, you know, and she said, well, how do you want to be? And I was like, oh, I want to be sexy, lean and strong. And so I thought, right, the best way to do that was going to look at myself in the mirror. So I went upstairs and looked in the mirror and I was standing there in my bra and knickers. I took a picture and I thought, oh, um, oh, like what I wanted to be mm-hmm. versus what was looking back in the mirror we were, you know, worlds apart at the time. But also they weren't just, I mean, when I look at my, <laughs> five years on, I'm like, look at myself thinking, actually, I didn't, I didn't look too bad even the before and after picture, but you know that's all perspective um it was the but it was also a time of a huge time for me of finding like when you lose your mum depending on what relationship you have with your mum um like for me my mum knew what we had for dinner so we were close and so there was a huge hole and that hole was where I didn't need to find self-love because I had the love of my mum so she was always the person that I would go to. If, you know, you just pick up the phone and I'd sign, she'd be like, you're right, babe. And we'd have conversation. And she was always the kindness. She was always the kindness to myself, to my, you know, of me beating myself up about whatever it may be. So the book is a mixture of those two things happening. And the analogy of the knicker drawer was when I went to my knicker drawer and saw all of the things that have put it in in front of you and seeing sort of how much of me do I love in this moment and what's and how is that reflected in my knicker drawer and it was a very small percentage it was a huge amount of all the old knickers old memories old stories of uh and then there's all the projected ones of in the future when you're beautiful and sexy and lean you can wear these pairs of knickers again and you can wear these again and you could you could dress up in this and oh but in the, you know but also in the meantime you've got to suck you in and push you up and do all the things to make your body look on the outside like how everybody else wants or you think everybody else wants you to look so it's such uh, like uh a smorgasbord of, of 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 images of different things of how you could be rather than who I was mm-hmm. so I just got a bag and just threw out everything that didn't make me feel good and there was not much left yeah and that was the start of me learning to love me clearing out more because that was really that where the compromise uh, part started of where you're accepting things that you don't love and uh, so that point was really the pivotal the change so and I, and I came downstairs and I said to Frank the boy's dad um, I've just done this and he was like he looked at me he said well I think you've something you've really got something there he said I can see you sitting on you know good morning Britain talking about that with a book <laughs> it was as if he was mad. I was like, what do you mean? A book? What? What? But part of me went, part of me kind of thought, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, even now, I've even got goosebumps talking about it because it, it was, it, it, as, as absurd as that was to me, like that I would write a book. I mean, just 
off your rocker mad. Um, it landed somewhere. And I, I thought, oh. And so from that moment, I talked about it and I kind of thought, oh, maybe I should explore this more and I should write it. And I just thought, yeah, but it's not a big book. I'm not going to be able to talk to this for like you know, hundreds of pages. Like, really, you're, same as when I work. Do this, do this, do this. You know, let's work on this. Get uncomfortable. Let's have that conversation and let's get on with it. Like, you know, and I've always liked the books like Eat the Frog, Who Moved the Cheese, small books that are conceptual books that, you know, once you get it, you get it. Because the same with any book. Like once I've got it, the main principle of the book, and then there's a book that's written around it, isn't it? It really is a paragraph, isn't it? That this book means you do this, you do this, you do this. And I'm like, okay. Like I can generally read an exact summary and not need to read the rest of the book. Because I'm just like, well, do I need to see all that? <laughs> and when I, when I was with the boy's dad, he would read the books. And then he would tell me about them. And they're like, well, I don't need to read it now. Because I think he's going, no, you need to read the book. And I'm like, but you've told me what it is and I get that and so I can now work with that in my head and you know I'm smart like that or maybe stupid I don't know but it works for me so that's how and then I test it and I and I had to go through a whole like imposter kind of thing about that because just that it's, it's not a book it's not a book it can't be a book it can't be a book. and every time I'd sort of and the title changed it was called Declutter and Make a Draw um, knickers to it you know there were all different things and stuff and then cut about three years it must be three years ago I remember having a conversation with my one of my friend's husbands and he said what's the title of the book and I said well I don't know. and I said that you know and then life lessons from a knicker draw came and I was like oh I think that's the title so that happened a while ago and then obviously lockdown and everything else um so yeah and then uh and then the opportunity for, you know, the, the working with the authors and co came up who are absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. I just referred somebody to them, actually. Oh, uh, Abby, I just, I, I say to people, I would lick her feet and I have no interest <laughs> in doing that to anybody because she's that an amazing human. Uh, the, the, the things that she did I think she's just she's we are very aligned uh, she's got a heart of gold and absolute heart and what she will do whatever she can to make your book because generally that might well my book more some people's books are just business books and they are, are you know a replica of their signature system um, mine is but in a different way but because we talked about it she said okay so tell me about your book tell me about what you do tell me about it. And I said oh, do you want me to tell you about a book and I said oh this is my book she went, oh so which I was like yeah I like it I like it. that like that was that's how her response was and she's always she's just been amazing so yeah how long did it take you to actually write it well I had over the years obviously I had quite a lot of it but and I'd changed the format of it quite a few times because one point I thought I had to write I was going to write it in the chapter titles of knickers so that and I thought no that can't be right because I thought that that you know okay so because they lend themselves easily to sort of thinking in the forward or past or different things that conversations you can have and I thought no they all need to be in a chapter so that that was more difficult I think once you once I got the chapter titles and then I went to the retreat house and sat and wrote it and I had I'd already written out the introductions along quite a long paragraph a long a long chapter 
so then it was um just a matter of just sitting and writing it so it probably to actually write it because also that's another point of when you're writing a book it's not <laughs> the writing part well, you, well before you go into actually sort of saying that you it's going to be a book you think that actually writing the book is the hardest part in, yeah. in all truth that's not the case it's the the writing part is the easiest part because you're just basically like brain dumping uh, as long as once you've got that you don't edit as you write then then you write it all out and then you edit and that that's just like excruciating because it's it's like birthing a baby and then every time you cut a cord from it every time you give it to somebody else and like the first time you give it to somebody else to read through it's just like oh my gosh and I remember sending the first the introduction off to the uh, publishing company and and then it took just like I thought um, they were going to send it back sort of like with big red lines through it you know just like you just yeah see me this is not a book what are you thinking every time see me yeah it was flashback to school totally and at university I had the same thing because I went back to university as a mature student I studied psychology and communications and I remember getting back my first um, essay and just like oh like just thinking I had this vision of this guy walking behind me and him tapping on my shoulder and just whispering in my ear going you shouldn't be here should you (laughs) yeah huge like huge imposter syndrome um around that and the same with the book you know you just kept thinking that she's at some point going to say Kerry this is not a book um it's a pamphlet (laughs) and it's a small book you know it's not but it does it does qualify. I mean, it does qualify for a book, just. <laughs> yeah, but like who moved the cheese or who moved my cheese yeah. is not a, it's that's not, a not an epic, you know. No, tone. no, yeah. So you actually took yourself off to a separate location. Yes. And knocked it out. Yeah, I think that's really important to do that because unlike anything else that you're writing, like a blog post or or just any post or sort of, you know, something that's small, like 250 words, something like that, and anything. You haven't, you haven't got to have a huge amount of capacity in your mind available. But when you're writing a book, you've got to get back in the zone of where you're writing, where you, where you left off. You've got to get back into the cadence of that, that you're talking to, a, you're talking in a very different way to any other way that you've written. Because when you write a social media post, you're writing to... Uh, your audience whereas when you're writing your book you're writing to a new audience that doesn't know you that doesn't know that that's the way that you are or that you find funny or your humor or so you've got to be more you got to explain more um, to them and that that was hard that was difficult to do but once you got that and so once that was the the gift of going away and doing it because then you stay in that zone yeah because you can't dip in and dip out you can't you can't I'm just going to write my book for half an hour you can't because you've got to get into that you've got to read get back into what you were saying okay I was saying this is this we're, we're on a train of thought okay that's what I meant by that okay but I need to write that and sometimes if you need to stop you almost need to just write a couple of bullet points to yourself to sort of to help you get back into the groove so when you go away and just spend uh, you know I had three days and I was like no I, that's what I need to be doing and I was really grateful because I, I did finish it and um, well I finished 
the yeah the most of it to sort of and then I could come back and edit it and stuff mm-hmm. but at least I had it down I had had it down you know so and that was in March yeah so then you, you have to go through the editing process you have to go through writing your blurb oh I mean so all of these things so yeah I mean like I was lucky I had the title uh, then I had the front cover which I I'm, I'm very lucky that uh, my oldest friend is also has a publishing company and she had some really clear ideas of what she wanted she thought that the book cover should be and you know text because she does that for a living so I was yeah. definitely going to bring her on board to say so oh, yeah. there were three of us kind of an of how my idea was and obviously that and I'm lucky that I've got I've done all my branding and everything else all the colors are there so all the website was there and up to date but there was lots of tinkering I mean you know like even like every pair of knickers on that front cover is not just been put there you know they've been moved around and that's that work over there and does it work over there and you know this color and that color and we want a green line here and I want a bolder green line here and I want that bold and I want that bigger and I want that small Frank the boy's dad he's a writer so he helped me write the blurb because he knows me, he know he knew the book as well as I did. Mm-hmm. So he wrote that out, and then I tinkered with that. And so, yeah, just loads of different parts to one thing. And then you know, you send it off, and yeah, and even when you first get it through the door, like yeah, you know, there'll be a first copy, and just like, and you look at it, and it's like that's got my name on it. That's my book. I've got a book. And then you start calling yourself an author, and you're like. <laughs> right because it just seems so surreal to me I remember I went I, I was away with some friends and I, who I'm going away with again this weekend um and it was coming it was the end of July beginning of August and so it it it, it came out on the 5th of August which was International Wonderwear Day so I kind of I found out that that was that was the date because it was going to come out in July and I was like oh no let's, let's do it on the on there yeah because that made sense right it's a Exactly. So, but obviously I didn't know. So even though you're, you're launching on a certain day, everything has to be tested and everything else. So it's up and available before, but you don't tell anybody it is. So I was away with friends and actually, and I said, oh, you know, I could show them some bits of it and stuff. And they, you know, these, these, were, these are my school friends. Of course, so I Google, so we're on Amazon and there's my book that comes up and they were like, is that your book? And I went, yeah I guess it is so then then they could actually flick across because yeah. the kindle was on and you know what I mean like their pride in there in, in in at that moment for me was amazing because my mom's not here do you know what I mean there's certain people that their how they feel about it is just been magical um and, and that that was a huge yeah turning point really for me but even then like that's your book you know and then sort of like well next time we'll be going out with a famous author and I went well don't push it do you know what I mean I mean like there's famous and there's famous you know but you know since then it opens up lots of things and people know people I mean that's the you've got to ask like I was a school mum on the train who was very proud she's always so proud of you so proud of you so lovely thank you so much and uh, I knew that she used to work in for Sky or different something else. And, I, and as she was getting off the train, I said to her, oh, do you know anybody in, you know, like on radio or anything? And she went, oh, I do. I, I know, I know Laura Whitmore. And I was like, oh, you know, she's still one. I know, I know her producer. And I said, well, leave it with me. Nice. And literally by the end of the day, 
I was sending off a signed copy to somebody and then I got on BBC, like national BBC radio mm-hmm. on the Laura Whitmore show. Now, I didn't even know who Laura Whitmore was at that point because I don't watch TV a lot. Now, Laura Whitmore is a sort of the shining star of like she mm-hmm. does, you know, Love Island and all the different things. And I, I didn't know that. I was just chatting to somebody about the thing that I do. And she was funny. And, uh, and the people that she had on, they were really engaged in the book and it was great. You know, and so of course, then the, it pushed the book back up to be a bestseller, and which was wonderful. And so there's lots of different things, but they are all part of being a nice person and connecting with people, and also asking. That's been a. Uh, but you, when you're asking for the book rather than, do you want me to come on your radio show because I'm a coach, or I can come on and talk about my product that's so much more of an easier sell yeah and I've noticed that this year I can talk to you about these things let me talk about those because then I, I get to do what I get to do and I you know it's not about me it's about that book and that book yeah. just came to me it was my experience but that book then will do what it needs to do and and she is she's off changing the world and everybody wants to talk to me about their underwear there are probably not worse things thing. Exactly. But it, it allows me to have an, an intimate conversation. You know, you're not going to, it cuts through a lot of chitty chat, which, you know, I'm, I'm not the best at that. I can do it, but it's not, it's not my thing. I'd rather, I'd rather have a real conversation. Like, tell me, tell me what's going on. <laughs> tell me what's really going on. So it's opened up lots of both the conversations and avenues for you to grow your business yeah hugely it's it's almost like it's just following the book now even like doing a podcast of like if thinking about calling the podcast about life lessons for your nicodraw because it's a funny title it's engaging and then it's just like deciding what content i want behind it and what i want to do with it yeah it's just uh and it's easy, it's fun. It's like, would you like my book? Yeah, what's it about? It's called Life Lessons from Minica Draw. <gasps> oh, and you've only got to have like one sentence in and you can watch people's expression. It sort of changes and then they go off and they're in their Nicker Draw and they come back and they, it changes again of the horror of like the truth of the, what, the conversation that they're now having. And then they want to tell you more about their life and they can't help it because they'll say, oh, I do this or something else, or I noticed this. And you're like, hmm, okay. Do you want to have a conversation about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you think that you could have written the book earlier? Or do you think that it's now for a reason? Yeah, definitely. Because again, I'm just, I can beat myself up about it. And go, you should have done this earlier. You had this, you know, how many years ago? You could have written it then. But all the components that I needed to have to get this book where it is weren't available to me then. And I wasn't the girl that I was then. I was 45. I was mourning, you know, like I, after my mum died, there was, you know, our whole family fell out and everything. And so I, it, was, it was hugely life-altering for me. So I really had to find my own inner strength. Um, and so lots of things, other things were happening along that journey, as well as my uh, falling in love with myself, 
and 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 I've always been a strong, courageous person. Don't get me wrong, but when your your world gets quite rocked at the roots, you do have to stop and go right. Okay, I need to work out my path again. Where's my truth in this? Um. So yeah, it's, no. And same as if anybody uh, asked me of any, they've beaten themselves up about anything that they should have, could have, would have done in the past of like how much you, it's like, well, how, you know, what's the point? You're going to beat yourself up about something that hasn't happened. Didn't happen that way. So no, I don't, I don't ever, uh, I don't think like that. I do think, you know, I'm quite honest that it did take a long time. Um, but do I think it's worth it? Yeah, I do. I do because I know that it's not. I've that book's been in my mind, in and around it for so long that the way that it came out, I mean, it is the way that it, it needs to come out. Do I look at? Do I read it now? I think there's bits in it that I want. I really like to change that now. <laughs> um, it, that's only my perfectionist that will come out and go well that's not right um but mostly it, it's no one's going to turn around and go I think you overdid it on that paragraph yeah <laughs> that's only my little mind will go mm, I don't think you need to repeat yourself so much but maybe I did and I clearly did because that's what's in it do you have something in mind that you're going to do next or are you finding your way through what you've done right now I think sort of next year is about consolidating you know this year has been huge like in terms of growth and uh, different things so the mastermind's out in January that's that's a huge commitment and that's going to have a retreat in it so there's all different things that are going on that now that I'm focusing on for Mm -hmm. just to enjoy doing the do rather than grow, 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 grow. I am growing. And, you know, so it's all about audience growth, but I have all the things now. Yeah. I have all the, I, I, you know, I don't need any more programs or anything else that needs to be done. All of that is there. I'd like to do more speaking things, especially with the book. It's very easy, an easy speaking talk. And so that's, that's on the agenda for next year. I think that definitely needs to, come out more to do more talks and, and I'm really enjoying like you know I'll do I'm doing more podcasts more talks in people's groups and to just do more and more of that so to I just refine my uh, mm. my talk that so and then it's sort of a TED talk those kinds of just small goals just little things little things you're looking forward to yeah you know and so your mastermind what's the name of your mastermind coming up in January business of you business of you and if anybody's interested to um sign up for that they'll find the details on your website yeah everything's on the website and kerryhales.com i'm everywhere it's kerry hales perfect that, that makes it easy oh, and yeah. your book life lessons from your knicker drawer uh-huh. tell me where everybody can find that uh, they can find it on well, on my website. It's on the front page. Um, so if, if you get lost and thinking, what was it called? Lessons where? Um, yeah, so it's it's there. But you, if you wanted to go and just hunt me out on, if you just put in Kerry Hales on Amazon, there's two of my books there on there. 
Um, so it's on there or Waterstones in the UK. You can uh, order the hardback on the Waterstones and then go pick it up from the Waterstones shop. Bonafide, everything. How exciting. Very fancy. I know. That is very fancy. Oh, my God. Like you needed a reason to go back into Waterstones. I know. I know. But I haven't done that yet. I must admit, I do think that if I need to order it and go in and go, "Um, can I pick up my book? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that's me. Even (laughs) cash, it's going to be so like, you know what I mean? The same as uh, like sort of keeping your ego in check. Like my ego will never get out of check because I've got children. But And this is the reason why, right? So... And like I've been on BBC Radio Ken and I've done different things and everything has been great. And then um, and then obviously it was on BBC Radio, like National BBC Radio, big thing, right? Right. And so my children, I'm like, okay, you in the kitchen and everything else. And my other son, my old son, had his friend over and he's I told him, so oh, you know, oh, yeah, I'm gonna be on BBC Radio. He's like, oh great, great. I said, right, okay, so you guys watch out there. So you know, it was on and it was great. I mean, it's they're very, very different to local radio, you know, you get sound checks and mm-hmm. just just Really, really got okay. Yeah, you know, you ready? And and uh, anyway, so I got off and I was like, hi, as I was like, oh my god, I was just on the radio. And I, was, I went outside and said, funny. I said, oh, what do you think? You went, you were great, and you were great. And I went, oh, where's Frankie? He went, oh, he went to Tesco's. And I was like, <laughs> he what? He went, well, yeah, he 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 went to Tesco's. He comes back and I went, you went to Tesco's, and he went. Well, you're always on the radio. Well, well, you know. Like, oh, wow. I was on national radio. He said, well, I heard a bit. He said, but, you know, like, I'm just his mum. Yeah. But I, it was really weird. I mean, in that kind of, like, sort of moment in time of, like, seeing celebrities and actually their kids of how they sing. And, that, like, not that my life's anything like that, but just of, like, keeping it real, people, just keeping it real. My son needed to go and get his meal deal with his mate because they were playing Dungeons and Dragons. And that was more important than listen to his mum on national radio. <laughs> and yeah. you kind of go, because that's the way he sees it. Feet back on the ground. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll ever get off the ground, Janice. You just say, <laughs> look at, no, okay. <laughs> yes those dogs just been sick on the floor okay yeah <laughs> you know, like, mm, yeah right okay yeah keeping it real people just keeping it real it's not all glamour no <laughs> <laughs> yes i need such a glamorous life yeah and i jump in the sea and the douche well thank you so much carrie for joining me today i really really appreciate your time once again i always love talking to you it's always a joy. You always ask great questions. It's so, I mean, I can, I can talk as you well know. <laughs> I do know. But the thing about you talking is you're interested and you're passionate and you are consistent, not only in your words, but matching your, your words to your actions. And I love witnessing that. Mm, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I know that was quite the chat, eh? But listen, before you go, I'm going to be running a beta version of a pitching workshop. Now, I call it a workshop because you're going to learn and do tasks so that at the end, you'll have successfully submitted actual pitches to get your PR working for you in 2022. 
So if you're interested in getting into some podcasts next year to help you raise your profile, attract a new audience, you should get on my email list. Maybe follow my Facebook page or even join my private group. Search Connections, Coffee and Confidence and you'll find me on Facebook or go to JaniceFogarty.com to get on my email list. And now my friend, have a fan-freaking-tastic rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.